0: <laughs> no, keep your energy of dancing. You, oh, don't, have I, to, you don't have to. You match know mine. why I was dancing? Why?
1: Because we're wearing bright colors. Yeah, that's true. And we don't typically do that.
0: That's also true. So, know, yo, Jade asked me earlier, like, "What's your favorite fall color?" And I was like, "The same color it is every season." And she was like, "Okay, Mo, all black." I was like, "All right, <laughs> exactly." Her and Cavante K- was there. He said the same thing at the same time. They both said all black. I was like, "Okay, so like, I'm easy. I'm Sunday morning." <laughs> Yeah. All right. (laughs) Fine. That's why you always got to trust the people around you. Not always, but sometimes more than you trust yourself. Why do you say that? Give you a perfect example. You've done it again, Katie. Yo, so (laughs) when uh, the video, which I believe to this point in my career, has gotten the most views,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: even more than the astrology videos, I believe,
1: Mm -hmm. me
0: speaking to the black community. Very first time I saw that video, I didn't understand what you were doing. I was like, why that one? They're going to kill me for this. No, I was embarrassed. I'm looking at myself like, no. Oh. But you said it. Why oh. were you
1: embarrassed?
0: Because it's like when I say things, I'm in the moment. Perfect. Literally. I'm not truly, th- like I'm thinking about what I'm saying, but I'm not watching myself say it. Okay. It's like when you hear yourself on a voicemail. It doesn't hit the same as you, like when you're just talking. Right, Right. But it's something about hearing yourself, watching yourself. You start to critique yourself. And maybe I was a little too passionate. Maybe I, you know, Mm, maybe I didn't deliver that in the best way.
1: How you wanted it to be delivered.
0: Because you want to be perfect. Right. So you start critiquing it, and then it started doing what it was doing. And I was like, go ahead, Katie. (laughs) So I remember you was like, yo, you got to trust me. So I said, all right. So then last night, My uncle came through with the edibles a little while ago. Oh. And his edibles, they be edibling. They're a little different.
1: They snatch your soul.
0: What? So I'll give you a perfect example. He gave me two cookies. Okay. And I ate one, you know. A whole cookie? Whole cookie.
1: Is that the equivalent to a brownie? Because I was always told that you never eat a whole brownie.
0: So I think so because I didn't think much of it because normally the edibles that I get, they're like 10 milligrams of THC. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's normal, right? And those put people down that right. are not really about that life. So there I am. I have a night where I had, like, extra time, no meetings. I got, like, a couple hours to just watch Netflix by myself, do whatever I want to do. So I lost my mind. I'm like, hey, where the Eddie's at? <laughs> right? And I go get the cookies that I remember my uncle gave me. Right. Not thinking anything of it.
1: Mm-mm.
0: If it's two cookies in there, I know I can eat one.
1: Of course. I'm like
0: that. I'm from, you know what I mean? So I eat it and then... I don't know. Start feeling a little a little different. It hmm. was happening here. And then something said, "Hey, check the little THC mg's on there." It's 500, Katie. 100 500. 250 a cookie.
1: Oh, so you was lights out. You what? had to been lights out. 500.
0: I think most people wouldn't have made it. But I fought. <laughs> Katie, I was in a bed fighting for my life. I was, yo, I couldn't. T- I'm going to make it. I couldn't sleep. I was so high, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I was just laying in a bed. Mad thoughts. All my life yo, I had to fight. That's how you was feeling? I'm going back to what somebody said to me when I was seven. Getting upset about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ain't no way.
0: Yo, I start thinking about all the stuff I did wrong. I start thinking about who lying to me, telling me they like me when they don't. I put Drake fake friends on. Hey. I was having a moment. Things was moving.
1: Were you talking to yourself? Yes. Like, and another thing, self. <laughs> yes. That's how
0: you were. <laughs> I was going through all of it, right? And then, boom, phone started blowing up. <laughs> I look, it's Instagram. I said, oh, boy, I'll put it back down. I didn't even check it. Not tonight. Then it kept going. I finally picked it up. I said, Katie posted a new video. I said, oh, no. So, of course, I pick it up. And there it is. You go my emotional ass again, being passionate about something. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, not this one. <laughs> Why would you choose this one, Katie? I'm all hype. My hands going all over the place. I'm like, I got a message, right? right. I'm really, I'm doing New York stuff. I'm yes. using my hands.
1: You were feeling it, and that's the point. You were feeling that passion.
0: Yeah, I know. I was talking, man. Mm. When you get into that place, I like I really want to do talk to like motivational speakers and pastors and just people who really be passionate about what they're saying. Right. They not here playing with their words. They really trying to help people and impact and about the world. That. Yeah. yeah. So I saw it and I was embarrassed by it. I was like, oh no. So I turned my phone off and went to sleep. I said, <laughs> I guess we'll just we'll sleep on it. And my Literally. high ass, yeah, my high ass laid there for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> just <to> way <wait. laughs> it's off. Yeah. Just laying there. Right.
1: Should I turn my phone
0: back? on? I don't know what to do. I'll put it on mute. Like, whatever, man. Whatever happens, happens. So when you high, you know how like all of the negative stuff go through your mind. Yes, I'm like mad people that uh like in in positions of power are gonna hear this. I'm not gonna have a job tomorrow. Like this is what I'm. Katie is 250 milligrams. <laughs> like my mom doesn't like me anymore. You were talking about
1: get out of your imposter syndrome.
0: Yes, so that you are not. And you mad thought you were hey, gonna get
1: fired. Because you're talking about stop being your own worst enemy.
0: You ever had a 250 milligram cookie? <laughs> no. It ain't going to make sense. Okay, all right. I promise you. All right. You're not going to know what's going on. Okay. Right? At the moment, yes. I thought I was getting fired. Okay. I was like, why did Katie post this one? So I wake up to all of these beautiful comments. This is a word. It's articulate. articulating. boy preaching. He going off. He's going crazy. Like, damn it, Katie did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Katie.
1: I told you to trust me. (laughs)
0: You did. And I did. Yeah. And here we go. Yep. Sometime, you have to get out of your own way Mm. and trust the people around you. Exactly. That's not easy for a lot of us to do. True. But lesson has been learned. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell, your money back. Shout out to all our regular listeners and our new listeners. Episode 134. It's lit. Give me one athlete whose number was 34. Huh?
1: Um, It wasn't Shaq. He didn't have a four in his
0: number. Yo, Shaq might have been because that's what I thought. <laughs> I think Shaq was Wait thirty-four. Hold on, oh, you might have really went off. You might have did something there. I think Shaq was thirty-four. He's thirty-four. Hey! Hey! Big Shaq! Yeah, look at that. Thank we, you. Thank you very much. Much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why do you do Shaq so well? Have you ever met Shaq? Because you know he'd be in the building.
1: Yeah, I met him once, and I'll, I'll never forget it. I was new in the building. I was working at promotions. And he was, he would come in every Thursday, I believe, for the sports station we had here. Yeah. And so one time I caught him in the hall, I was like, yo, can I take a picture? He's like, Your boyfriend not gonna be mad. That's that <laughs> yes, sounds exactly. like Shack. I was like, No, I don't have boyfriends. Like, All right, let's take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> Did you do his voice for him? No. <laughs> Katie, okay, that was your
0: moment.
1: I feel like a lot of people do that to him. I didn't want to be it's the extra corny, person. Right? Yeah.
0: Now people be doing that when they like, when it's racist. Like, you ever noticed that? Like, do you have friends who will go into, like, you know, like, the Chinese store, and then they start, like, you like, yo, family do that.
1: Like You can't do that. You can't do you that. Can't
0: no, do that. We can't, no. And then they, I don't think people do it on purpose.
1: No, because sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I've caught myself doing it in the past on accident. Yeah. Where I'll go into a nail salon, and I'm asking for an eyebrow wax, but I don't, per, I don't say yeah. it correctly. Yep. I say it short, like how I've heard them say it. I'm like, wait, Katie, Cause you that is like so Because you feel like you're trying wrong. to help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. You're being an asshole. If
1: I say it in an accent, maybe you understand me better. I'm like, wait, wait, what is wrong with me? Hold on. I'm so sorry. I do not mean that. Right. In a negative
0: way at all. No. You don't realize how like foul that is until someone does it to you. Like, exactly. Remember when homeboy worked at the station? And you would hear him talk to everybody else. Really normal. Hey, guys. How's your day going? What's up, brother? And then you see me. What's up, big dog?
1: That's the one that I told you about the Martin episode? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every time yep. he spoke to me, yep. we had to discuss black culture in the bathroom. <laughs> and everything ended with dog, son, fam, bro, I am my guy. <laughs> Talk like
1: you. Like, you don't have to try to relate to me. And I feel like it's it's partly you're trying to figure out how to relate to a culture that you don't understand. Right. But you're trying a little too hard. And it's like, it's Okay.
0: To be yourself. It's okay. Say less. Who's next? All right, this is why I'm mad. We try to tell it. a story without they saying names. And protect and the innocent. No. No. This, in this case.
1: Don't protect it. No, I'm kidding. No,
0: we're protecting the guilty. Oh. Just because I'm, I'm trying to be better at this, right? Okay.
1: Okay. I like this approach.
0: But, um, so at the show, <laughs> one of my really good friends... Brought a uh, pretty big-time Hollywood producer. And I didn't even know. But you know who the friend is because you know which one of my friends is moving like that. Exactly. So to hear him say, yo, I'm bringing a big-time Hollywood producer to the show is not big news, right? But after the show, he introduces me to the producer.
1: Okay. I meet him. Mm -hmm.
0: And he's like, yo. I mean, spoke very highly of me, which was a big compliment because my friend had told me he don't do comedy shows. It's not his thing. And I guess he had invited him like to my show the last three times. He never made it, but he made it to this one. He said, you know what, I'm going to come. You keep asking me, I'm going to come. So he apologized to me. He came up to me and he was like, I want to apologize to you because you're that damn funny. Like, you were that good. Like, I am blown away mm-hmm. by how amazing you are as a comedian. I was like, wow. Like, that felt... Amazing. And I didn't think anything of it. Now, I did feel like his energy was up, you know, but we all drinking. We having a good time. Lit. He enjoyed himself. Right. right? Like, yo, ma, you'll never believe who came over here and said I'm popping. Right. It was one of those moments. hmm Come to find out, well, my friend, I introduced him to another friend. Okay. Who you know very well.
1: Okay. I'm trying to put the math. All right. Okay.
0: And um, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh,
1: yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. So, (laughs) okay,
0: okay, you with me now? Yep, yep. Mm. All right. So, so introduces the producer, big time Hollywood producer, who took time out his schedule. No, he's probably doing. Like no. Jurassic Park 14 or something. I don't know. He introduces him to <laughs> I don't know why he did that. They both have a lot in common, though. Okay. So I can understand where <laughs> was going. Okay. So you remember 8-Ball and MJG? Yes. You know what comes in the form of an 8-Ball? Wait, wait. Uh-huh. Oh, yes,
1: yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh. Yo, Katie, they went to the back, out it popping real quick. That's why his energy was up like that. So...
1: That makes so much sense. They,
0: yes. They were... Yes. Speed it. Yes. 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 And yes. Lit. That man had him that at makes the after party. makes so
1: much sense now.
0: High as a kite. That little cookie I had does not compare. No. No, I was Empire. He was power. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I go to my other friend. Right. Ish. hmm Yo, when fam brings, like, big-time people, you don't... you don't go play eight ball in MJG, no, my you guy. Do, you do not do that. What are you doing? He said, Why? dude, he loved it.
1: He said, yeah, I yeah but, but, of course, because the industry he's in, it will make
0: sense, but still. This shot went in. Next one might not. And you're taking risk that I don't need you to take when you're in these situations. Right. I said, dude, I understand where you're coming from, but we had a great night. I said, I'm aware. He said, no, I, let me tell you. Imagine meeting someone for the first time, and the first story that they tell you, the very first story, ends up with their dick being broke. Somebody broke this man dick, Katie. Excuse me? Yep, that's what I said. I didn't, I've never heard of, yeah, no, take your time. No, because I needed three days. Yeah. Katie. What? They went in the bathroom, did whatever they do when they do what they do when they do that. Came out and he told him about a story where he met another, and I'm sorry to the listeners because I want to tell y'all who, but I can't, but he talked about another really famous woman no. Who apparently no. was off the same sauce no. and was going crazy. And then I saw a tweet that said, yo, why y'all be riding so aggressively and violently like that? That man is not moaning because he likes it. it.
1: It's It hurts.
0: It hurts? He said, no, like, she broke his dick. I've never heard a story that ends in a broken penis before in my life. But apparently this happened. And this is a... I just... So, what the hell? Yeah. And the yeah. doctors
1: and... I have so yep. many questions. I have she's, so she's, many questions. How did he get it back working? Did he get it back surgery. working? Is it still... Is it, like... Was it straight before? And now it's crooked. Like, is, how...
0: So, remember I told you I got a friend who does... um, Who's an assistant? The pussy fell off.
1: And yeah. fell asleep. And, like, and that's, and, like, and, a
0: normal day in her life? Yeah. Well, yeah. I told her about this story. She's
1: like, what oh, happens all the time? All the time?
0: Dicks be out here breaking. Katie? Okay?
1: All the time?
0: That's what they say. I can't imagine... Like I I I can't imagine it. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't imagine it. Man says she broke his dick. I don't. Yep. Oh. Yep. So I don't know what you wanna do with that, but if I had to know, I, I felt like you should too. So I thought there was no better way to start the part than with that one. Cause no. if your penis breaks, no. I'm certainly mad at it.
1: The the pressure uh, mm-hmm. there's so many things. There's so many factors here that is just it's just not clicking, not understanding
0: what is the body weight mass to ratio of? Well, I know the actress and I can tell you she's, um, she's not, she's not big at all. Petite. Yep, Very, very slim. But, yo, know, she was getting to work. Is now it- she was getting to work. Wow. And you ready for this? No. Oh, he's married. So well, how, yep. I, I, how you go home with your dick broke though? How you explain that? You like, don't. Men have had to explain what you're doing with this condom. Where them drawers come from?
1: Earring, the smell of perfume. Whose number
0: is this? Makeup on your shirt. It's a lot of things that as a man, one day you know you might have to explain if you on that side. Exactly. Of the, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't know a man had to explain how his dick broke. No. How do you explain that?
1: You can't unless, no, no, there is no unless.
0: You at the hospital. Because
1: whatever you say afterward is going to be something so absurd. Yeah. That is going to even make you more guilty than what you already are.
0: Well, okay, so play the part of a man in this situation. Like, you have to give me something.
1: Raccoon bit my dick, <laughs> right. so, That's what he wanted. <laughs> look, all right, Wait. I was coming home. It was a long night. Yes. And, you know, I was at, at the party, you know, of course it was this industry party with yeah. all these people and stuff like that. And I thought... I just didn't want to be bothered with anybody, so I snuck out the back in the alleyway, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I had, like, a biscuit in my hand.
0: Oh. And then out of
1: nowhere... Where the biscuit was from? It was from the party. They were handing out biscuits in the party. random biscuits
0: at a party. Okay. (laughs) You know, you never know what
1: type of food you're going to get. Right. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Um... And so I was like, if I take the alleyway, cut left, and I can get to the car from the back, no one's going to see me. And they're going to leave me alone. Right. right? Yep. But then in this dark alley, I didn't know there was a whole bunch of raccoons that sniffed my buttery biscuit. It
0: was a bunch of them. And okay. when they
1: came and attacked me, right, it uh-huh. was a whole family.
0: It was a family of raccoons.
1: It was a family
0: yeah. of raccoons right. that
1: came after me. Okay, uh-huh. And the yeah. mama raccoon
0: oh,
1: was, the mama.
0: was like, <laughs> Oh, she went crazy. Just,
1: out of nowhere. I uh-huh. don't know why. What you mean? She attacked my dick.
0: She bitch. you. Wait, why was your dick out? Because you got I, jeans on.
1: Okay, the buttery biscuit in the butter. Yeah. You know, a lot of the residue from it.
0: The residue. Uh-huh. Was
1: on that area.
0: Right. You
1: so, know, if, if I'm holding it at a a waist level, if I'm holding the biscuit well, at a waist level. You're holding your biscuits level, by
0: your nuts? That's the way you carry your food? Okay. Yeah, I, I,
1: because I'm, I'm going to eat it when I get in the car, right? So I'm not going to hold it up. T- I'm not eating it as I walk. I'm... I'm just eating it at a lower level where my hands naturally rest, which is by my balls. Okay. And-
0: <laughs> yeah, right, of course. Yeah.
1: And, of course, the mama raccoon, she sniffed the butteriness, and that area was what she first attacked. So
0: she pulled your zipper down? Because I don't understand. Because I don't understand how the she raccoon got in your pants. She Okay. not to. No? Okay? Uh-huh. It, she
1: was just so ferocious right. that... um. She attacked through the pants. Oh, she
0: ate through the jeans. Yeah. The, the raccoon ate through the jeans. Absolutely. And then ate your dick. Yep. And that's how you ended up with a broken dick. Yeah. And a broken marriage. Uh, okay, got it. Yeah, because yeah, if you think that a woman <laughs> is out here believing that bullshit, I can tell you ain't never been a man who cheated before. <laughs> yeah, now nah, you have no experience in this, Katie. <laughs> all right, let me show you how this is supposed to go. You ready? Okay, all right. All right. Bang. So I'm in the hospital. The,
1: how, how did you end up in the hospital?
0: Um, well, (sighs) I don't even know how to tell you this. Um, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm off meds. This story is going to sound all over the place. But, you know, it is what it is. I was out with my friends. Strippers came. I don't do strippers. You know me. I don't get down like that. Only woman I want to see naked is you. So what I decided to do... Was leave. Then what? Oh. When I left, uh-huh. Um, what happened was there was a stripper. I'm gonna just be honest, because you see, this is the thing, Katie. You gotta give a little bit of something that sound like something. You gotta oh. get, you know what I mean? You oh. gotta get yourself up a little bit. Okay. So this is how you do that, right? I was on my way out. Uh-huh. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, a stripper was kind of like saying some things in my ear, trying to get me to stay.
1: So you was gonna stop
0: for her? Nah, I ain't stopped. I kept it moving, but the things that she was saying. What was she saying? Uh, some nastiness, right? It was nasty. But when I got in the elevator, I had thought about you so much that I was, um, let's say, uh, excited – Oh, and then when the doors so,
1: so you was excited off of her, but nah, not off of nah. me. Nah, I got, I got excited
0: in the elevator, Queen. Again, I'm off the meds. I'm in pain. You gotta let me get this story out, okay? Because we can't be on the phone that long because they' about to put me in surgery. Why don't you so so tell you me where you are? I sur- show up because I don't know. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So you, you gotta figure ask, that out, Because the nurse not in here right now. <laughs> oh. You are gonna let me tell the story or Press not? Press the button and this, then all right. This go why ahead. I don't even want to be with you because this not this when you flipping on her because you don't never listen to me. You see, you always make it about you. I'm the one with the dick broke.
1: You know what, King? I'm sorry that you're in
0: pain. Go ahead. Now I saw a kid mm-hmm. about to get hit by a car. What? When the elevator door opened, I forgot I was excited. Ran out, Outside jumped, the strip dove, tried off. to catch the kid, move him out the way, uh-huh. landed on my excitedness. My dick is broke. Here's the doctor. I gotta what? call you back, babe. I see you in a little bit. What? Love Where are you. you? <laughs> Bye. You see? Now that's how you lie. There's no time to answer. No question. She's smarter than you. Why would you ever let her answer? <laughs> No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Who's next? Yo, can you say that your daughter is hot as a man?
1: No, no. Okay. No. So I'm not tripping. No. That's it, weird, right? Disgust me. This
0: has almost become a new wave because I've seen like three guys now. Hot? No. Yo, my daughter is hot. You like, can
1: say, Oh, my she's beautiful. She's a beautiful young lady. I, I absolutely. feel like that's proper.
0: I don't even call, like, a woman I'm interested in hot. It's
1: a cultural thing.
0: But I wouldn't say fine. Saying mm-hmm. your daughter is fine is It's weird.
1: equivalent to hot. Okay, yeah. yeah, no. Oh, no. Ew.
0: There's a couple celebrities who have tried to normalize saying my daughter is hot, my daughter is fine, I take my daughter on dates, I love my daughter. And their intentions in this is I'm present. I don't care what you have to say. I'm present. I'm in my daughter's life. I think the world of my daughter, if I call my daughter fine, she don't have to worry about if another dude is doing the same.
1: No, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I think that terminology and the way you say things matters. And the reason why, especially as a father, you're old enough to know how certain terms are going to be perceived. Even if you want to claim, you don't want to say it like the, you know, so much so like my father. If he texts me or if he talks about me, he'll say, beautiful, beautiful and beautiful young lady. If we take pictures together, I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently a woman that you're dating is supposed to be on a certain side of you in a picture versus a woman you're not dating. Like my dad. Really? My dad is the one who taught me this. So we were about to take like a picture together. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's not the right side. That would be the side of a woman I'm dating. Switch sides with me.
0: I've never heard this before. I,
1: I don't know. Maybe if it's where he grew up. He grew up in Mississippi. I don't know if that's because of how he grew up and stuff like that, but it's so like so much so that he's like, no, this is daughter level. And this is like a woman. I'm d-. He separates the two. He's not going to say, Hey, I'm going to take you out on a date. He's like, no, we're going to spend father daughter time together. Pedicures. Let's go and drink some wine. I think the terminology that he uses matters. He doesn't say date. He doesn't say I'm fine or anything like that. But at the same time, He makes me feel like I am beautiful or I am worthy of someone who can actually care about me. And I I know that I'm worthy of more and that I deserve to be treated at a certain level because my father makes that known. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have to say I'm fine to make that known.
0: Yeah, that's corny to me. I don't understand. I, I don't like that. There's ways that you make your daughter feel beautiful without having to say you fine or you hot. That just, that'll never sit right with me.
1: And The only way, the only way I can probably think that the reason why some fathers may do it is because they're trying to figure out how a way to relate. So they're trying to use the terminology that they feel the youth would use. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's still it still be disgusting. I'm like, ew.
0: make the youth live up to the standard that you are creating for your daughter. You don't go down to try to make her relate to the, the standard that you believe the youth is presenting. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. I didn't know if that was just me, but what about, so on a big show, we had uh, the story about the father who felt like, you know, he wanted to give his daughter condoms. Uh, She was 17, I believe, and she was going on a weekend trip with her boyfriend, and so he wrapped up some condoms as a gift, and I guess his his girlfriend, who was technically the stepmom, felt it was inappropriate as a woman. How do you feel about that?
1: Kind of on the fence. Okay. And the reason why is because I can see it from the the side of a father who's just trying to make sure his daughter's protected. It's just the same way. My mom would tell me to use a condom. My mm-hmm. mom even told me, like, before I told her, hey, mom, I'm actually into a different type of person, which is women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, growing up, she would tell me, you know, make sure you make sure that it's wrapped up double times. Like, she would always tell me this, like, so I can understand from a parent, it's just a guy saying the same thing to his daughter. So I technically don't see anything wrong with that. However, that's not going to be her main gift. Like, I'm going to give you something else. And then on the side, I understand that you're probably sexually active. So here's protection just in case, you know. So I can kind of understand it. But at the same time, like, it's kind of weird. But it's weird because we haven't normalized it coming from a father. That's if it was a thing. mother...
0: Wouldn't have thought nothing of it. Nothing. Or yeah. if it was a father giving it to his son, you wouldn't have thought anything of it. Anything of it at all. It's because it's not normalized. And that's why I was torn cuz a part of me is like, yeah, as a father, I don't feel like I would do that. I don't have children. I don't have a daughter, so I really don't know what I would do. Um, but if I'm acting off of what my instincts tell me, I probably would be uncomfortable giving my daughter condoms. but then I said to myself, if it was a son, I wouldn't I would probably gave him to him when he was 14 and didn't think anything of it, right? So mm-hmm. it's yeah. You know, it's an interesting one. But I do think that you can certainly have good intentions when you do both of these things as a father. It's just a matter of not forcing your uh, masculinity onto Mm -hmm. trying to understand what a young woman may need and learning as much as you are willing to try to teach.
1: Yes, and your delivery always matters. Who's
0: next? I'm mad at the fact that I feel like when you really look at this, the world is undeniably a fucked up place. Have you ever heard... Well,
1: hell yeah.
0: Oh, we know that, right? Hell yeah. But have you ever heard of Faces of Death? mm See? So watch this. This is interesting because this came up the other day. And so my generation, when I was young, there was a series of videos. It was called Faces of Death, right? And basically what it was, was there was a guy who had this idea at the time to put a bunch of different scenarios of death onto VHS. Now mind you, you have to think, this is before Twitter, it's before any kind of internet, it's before all that.
1: Is it like actual deaths?
0: Actual deaths. So somewhat because it was like 60% real from what they say. There were different scenes. There were a ton of different really really graphic deaths, whereas it might have been someone getting shot in the face, might have been someone jumping from a roof and hitting the ground. It might have been, I guess, in certain cultures, they'll actually put a monkey in the middle of the table and close the table and pop the monkey's head open and eat the monkey's brains, like just really graphic stuff. And I remember being a kid and this was huge because, again, this was at a time when that was the only way you could get your hands on something like that. Mm-hmm. Same way, there was a time when you had to go on Blockbuster and ask for a point. Right. Couldn't just get it in the comfort of your home. You had to go in there and say, yo, I need that new horror, the Explorer. Mm-hmm. Back- Featuring boots, <laughs> backpack, backpack. Like, you couldn't, <laughs> you had to embarrass yourself. In order to get. <laughs>
1: Sir, are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? And she had to like look at you. Beep. All right. Like, hey, week you come in here, you, you know what I'm saying? You got seven days. So you kind of had to face whatever it was you were about to go do. Right. So faces of death was like sold out everywhere. It was hard to get your hands on. It was a really big thing because at that time you couldn't just see death in front of you. That wasn't an option. So that's where the intrigue came from, right? Because it wasn't so accessible. And then obviously time moved on and eventually you had A Thousand Ways to Die on national TV like it was nothing, right? And they didn't show these people dying, but they told the stories. But I just remember how... Like, wow, that was, and how everybody was trying so hard to get their hands on this because it was so difficult to do, because technically it should be difficult to just watch somebody die. I don't think that's something that we should experience as human beings, right? So it made me realize that this generation today never even heard of it. Like, you didn't, you've never even heard of it. So eventually they tried to ban it, and I think they did ban it in a certain amount of countries. Like, they banned it in a lot of different places, but it was so popular where they didn't, that I think they ended up making like five or six series, and it's called Faces of Death, and it's all these VHSs, and I think the guy passed away who created it, but at that time, he was popular, his videos were popular, and it was all because of how difficult it was to find it. Mm Kind of similar to the R. Kelly sex tapes at that time. Like, Mm -hmm. when they came out, the whole world was talking about it, so it was viral before there was a such thing as viral. But when I really started thinking, I'm like, we once lived in a world where you could release one VHS and the entire world would struggle to get their hands on it. Now, at any age, anywhere in the world, you could literally pick up your phone or your laptop and you can see death everything, everywhere.
1: So That is scary, Katie. I have a quick sub-question. Mm-hmm. In the age of VHS, was there ever a VHS that you stumbled upon that you were not supposed to?